Hey, City Church. My name is Bodie Sanders, and this is your City Church Daily for Wednesday, March 10th. I want to read to you an excerpt from a book that significantly shaped my life several years back. The book's title is Vertical Church, and it's written by Pastor James McDonald. Here are his words. Several years ago now, a personal friend and member of our church was a big star with Morgan Stanley. Expressing incredible generosity, he flew my wife Kathy and me with two other couples to Hawaii for his 40th birthday celebration. If Christianity ever gets its own Mecca, I would recommend this island paradise because the beauty and majesty of our Creator God is over every shoulder, every moment in Hawaii. I have friends who pastor in Hawaii, and I doubt they will get more than a shack in heaven having been so greatly rewarded here on earth. One morning while we were there, birthday boy Al rushed us all out of bed at 4.15 a.m. so we could cram into a cold van and hurry to the top of a volcano on Maui. Our goal was to see the sunrise, then raincoat clad, ride our bicycle down through the clouds just in time for breakfast, served by those who got a whole night's sleep. Can I just have a root canal, I protested, bouncing along in the back of the van as the glory of creation hid behind the darkness of night. With early morning still waiting for sunlight, we crawled carefully from our vehicles an inch toward the crater edge in a cauldron of boiling, flaming orange lava. I had no idea and was not prepared at all for what was coming. First in a silver, then in a spectacular display of deep red sky, the sun, 93 million miles away, came into glorious view, illuminating the hills far below, the beach on all sides, other islands in the distance, and the ocean endlessly in every direction. The crowd was hushed by the stunning revelation of awesome glory that left us gasping for air. For maybe 30 seconds, 40 of us stood and stared with mouths gaping open at a beauty that left everyone speechless, except me. You know how preachers are. I had to ascribe to the Lord the glory due His name. So into the silence I shouted, Great is the Lord, the whole earth is full of His glory. Even still, no one spoke as my voice echoed across the mouth of the volcano in the canyon below, except one woman to my left, who in the perfect chipmunk voice continued the refrain and squeaked her agreement, Amen. In that reality-revising moment, nothing mattered except the glory of God. I was engulfed by it, gladly reduced by it, wonderfully consumed by it, a window-rattling, earth-shattering, life-altering encounter with the revealed glory of the God of the universe. And it stayed with me for the rest of the day, then the rest of the week. Even to this day, that experience is as clear to me as the moment it occurred almost 15 years ago. God is massive, infinite, ineffable glory who dwells in unapproachable light, and I am happily the opposite. A real encounter with the living God changes everything. First, it magnifies the Lord, and then it puts me and my ego and my sin and my burdens all in their rightful place. The first time that I read this, I thought, I've never been to this island paradise described in the opening words of this book, so I can't relate. 
But that's not true. Seeing and savoring the glory of God is really a choice we have to make. If for a moment we would slow down, we may just find that God is all around and in every moment and His glory is present even now. In this season of Lent we are in as a church, there's this idea of placing ourselves in the moment, a moment that is a journey, a journey towards agony, a journey towards perceived defeat, a journey towards the cross. Yes, we journey towards the death of our hero, yet we know the story doesn't end there. Our hero, our savior, the one who inspired the apostle John to pen the words, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us, and we have seen his glory, glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth, would ultimately triumph in one more glorious act, resurrection. God's glory is all around us if we choose to see it. So let's open our eyes to the wonder of the Father, Son, and Spirit. Let's open our eyes to the wonder of the cross and all of its implications. Let's open our eyes to the wonder of life in the kingdom, not just someday, but life in the kingdom both now and forever. May the desire of our hearts be to ascribe glory, honor, and praise to the one who is worthy. And may our prayer be for His glory to fall on us. City Church, let me pray over you. Father, we pray as Moses prayed, show us your glory, that we may have strength to comprehend with all of the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge that we may be filled with all the fullness of God. Holy Spirit, make it real for us today. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.